Okay, so you listen to these podcasts, and I'm assuming that you want to grow in your marriage. So let me ask kind of an accountability question, if I can. Was there a time that you were mad at your spouse, and you expressed anger, um, and your mate was completely caught off guard? If that ever happened in your uh, relationship, then listen in. We've got some insights. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. They lead our marriage team here at the ministry. And Greg, you've seen this kind of scenario played out, I'm sure, in many other couples and maybe even, oh, I don't know, some friends' life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the There's neighbors. this one guy named Greg. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, the the thing that instantly came to my mind, Aaron, you'll probably remember this one, is we were moving into a new home and I was super stressed out, just finances and making sure that, you know, we had all the money to to do this move. And and Aaron is a, an amazing dreamer and just if if you see our home, you just see the the kind of home that she builds and creates in a warm environment. And so she was having fun just dreaming, thinking about different things that we needed. Well, the more she kept talking about, oh, and we need a new couch or we need this and that, as those added up, I kept expressing to her, now remember, we have a budget, so we have to stay within that. This one time, Aaron and our two older daughters were kind of just dreaming, having fun talking, and I'm hearing this, and they're all coming up with 800 (laughs) different ways that we could spend the money that we didn't have. (laughs) And so... Um, instantly I just, I blew up and I, I mean, I felt that anger, you know, well up within me and my face turned red, get a big old vein. And I just said, stop, you promised that you wouldn't spend any money until you gave me a list and the budget matched up. And I'm just going on and on. And, and Aaron and our daughters just stared at me like just wide eyed. Like, who are you? What 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 is is going going on over there? And it was awesome because when it happened, I mean, immediately I was triggered and like, whoa, what did I just do wrong? You know, what is going on? And but I was able to kind of check in and go, huh, something must be going on over there with Greg. And he must be stressed. He must be way more stressed about this financial piece. I wouldn't normally do that. Yeah, no, than I could ever guess. So as I soothed myself, I got up and I walked right over to him and I looked at him right in the eyes. I grabbed his face and I made him look at me like right in my eyes. And I said, hey, remember, we're on the same team. Hmm. I'm not going to spend a dime unless you agree to it. So we're on the same team. We've got each other's back. We're going to figure this out in a way that feels good to you and to me. And I kissed him and I walked away. (laughs) I was so dumbstruck going, wow. The, the, I was so amazed because, again, how, how I behaved and my reaction was totally inappropriate. But just the fact that through that, sort of being yelled at, she came over and just made that statement, we're on the same team, and it hmm. uh, and kissed me, and it so relaxed me, I, I instantly apologized. And then it wasn't like three seconds later until they all sat down and kept on dreaming. But it, it just, I'll never forget that moment in her hmm. marriage. Well, that is a powerful illustration about expectations and about uh, communication and about being um, wise enough to see through, to see where Greg was at, Aaron. Uh, so applause for you for that. Uh, let's go ahead and, and turn now to a conversation from Dr. Randy Schrader. Uh, he spoke about expectations and uh, how they affect our relationship. And here he's talking about one particular couple that he uh, counseled. 
in the book, you have a, an example of a couple that had been married 32 years. And, you know, Gene and I have been married 35. How long have 37. you been married? 37. Yeah. So Congratulations you think... to both of well, you. That's terrific. God, that is and terrific. And you're at 45, right? Uh, 46. 46. I mean, God. that is great. Yeah. And that's something I think we three men are committed to, our marriages, right? Yes, sir. But a lot of young couples would look at us and say, wow, how'd you do that? How did you get through all that expectation issue? This particular couple at 32 years had some major unmet expectation issues. Describe what was going on. Well, they went to their pastor, and uh, they were very faithful Christians. Jim and John, they went to church every Sunday. Uh, they had adult children that were married out of the house, and, uh, and they both contacted lawyers. They absolutely want a divorce. Yeah, they, this is happy time. Yeah, the, kids are gone. This well, is time to enjoy life. <laughs> if you, uh, a big a big range, twenty five to thirty five yeah. years is a, seeing is a, a lot of a lot of couples get a, yeah. getting divorced. Mm -hmm. So what and, what was going on there? Just so, well, that. they just there was no unfaithfulness, but they just weren't happy. They were not meeting each other's expectations without knowing how to make the expectations known. And I think that is the key. I, I'm on a mission to share with couples practical, specific behaviors, words, and guidelines that make a difference. And so they came to see me uh, with every premarital couple, uh, Jim and John, with every couple. In the first couple of sessions, I talk about expectations. And I talk about being specific. Oftentimes what I'll do, I'll have a couple make a list of their top 10 expectations for their marriage. And so I explained expectations to this couple in the first session because they were in a crisis. And then I asked them, for the next seven days, will you please, and I think requests are better than commands, which are sentences, will you please ask one expectation of each other every day? Doesn't have to be anything big. Will you please put your shoes in the closet when you come home? You know, will you please put your clothes in the laundry rather than throw them on the floor? So 14 total expectations. They came back the next week, and they both had smiles on their faces. Mm -hmm. And they said, we want you to know, we contacted our lawyers and told them we're putting our divorce on hold. And we want you, Dr. Schrader, to give us the specific practical words, behaviors, and guidelines that lead to a satisfying Christian marriage. Yeah. And, so, yeah. and, so, and so once they got those understandings, see, that, that's the difficulty. 98% of couples do not know specifics about how you have a healthy Christian marriage. Yeah, and that's, I was just going to make that point or stress that point that that seems incredible that we could eliminate a lot of the strife in marriage with just some simple formulas of how to communicate better together. Well, and, and that's what my Simple Habits for Marital Happiness is all about. And hopefully we'll talk a lot about that this morning. But that couple, thanks be to God, you know, celebrated 60 years of marriage because they learned what <laughs> it what good. it takes to have a healthy Christian marriage. All right, so we write down our expectations, I guess big and small, those yeah, things yeah, that are yes, going to irritate you. And and I would say the other aspect of this is don't assume your spouse knows what your, your expectations are. That <laughs> That is so true. And I, I would say 99% of the time, Jen, when my wife Jenny doesn't meet my expectation or I'm disappointed in our marriage, my first thought is, you know, she let me down. But then I look in the mirror and I ask myself, Randy, did you let Jenny know, uh, will you please do this? Will you please do that? Almost every time the answer is no. Yeah. I forgot to make my expectation known. But my initial thought, being an imperfect sinner, is, you know, I want to blame her. But it's my mistake. I didn't let her know my expectation. And the same way 
for my wife with with me. You know, she needs to let me know. And they need to be specific. You know, when couples make a list of their top 10 expectations, like primarily, you know, because I do it with premarital couples too, they'll say, go to church. Right. Well, that's a good expectation. But what church? You know, how often are you going to go to church? Once a month? Once a uh, year, Christmas and Easter, every Sunday. So it's good to be specific with those expectations. I really like, Aaron, uh, the way that Randy brought out the need to be specific about our expectations. And I think I probably was guilty of just being very vague and general. And, you know, oh, you know uh, over time, I've seen that there is a benefit to that. But sometimes um, it feels like, oh, there are so many specific expectations. It's a checklist. I got to, I got to nail down and, and I got to work on to just please my spouse. How can, how can boundaries come into play here um, in balance with realistic uh, expectations? It's so important to be cognizant and be self-aware of when my spouse has these expectations of me, what is really going on inside of me? Am I feeling like I'm not good enough? Am I feeling failed? You know, what is going on for me? But then I would also say, I wonder what's going on over there, that they have all these expectations, or is there a deeper fear? What I always say, what's going on under the waterline? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a couple from years ago that I was talking to them as a younger couple, talking about alone time and shared time, like time together and time individually. And the every time the husband would say, hey, I'm going to go out and play golf and da-da-da, she would react to it and want to put more demands on him. And so, of course, he was feeling failed because he wasn't being, he wasn't pleasing her. But what she was really dealing with was fear. Like, am I not important to you? Am I not a priority to you? So I, that's where I would go first. But absolutely, if you're feeling inundated, like your spouse is putting on lots and lots of expectations, you're feeling these expectations, it is totally appropriate to say, you know what? I cannot meet that right now. I've got this going on inside of me. I've got this expectation at work and with the kids and ministry and on and on. It's okay to say, hey, I can't do that. Can we talk about what I can do that works for both of us? And setting that boundary is such a healthy step because it keeps your heart open mm-hmm. towards that person. So then you can have that conversation. Yeah, that's that's so important. And, and good communication as a couple is vital. You've got to talk that stuff through those expectations, and if you're feeling overloaded, um, Mm -hmm. permission granted, as Aaron was saying, to say, not quite yet or not now. And I would definitely say share that I'm feeling over, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. That's what's really going on over here. Yeah. Yeah. It's not because I don't love you. Right. Or I don't think that's important. It's just, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Because then what will happen? That person will lean in, your spouse will lean in and go, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Yeah. Well, we have uh, a whole conversation with Dr. Randy Schrader available uh, to you. It's about expectations. You've heard portions of it already. Uh, Check the show notes, though, to find the link to the entire discussion that Jim had with Dr. Schrader. And uh, then uh, while you're on the website, be sure to make a donation to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Um, If you appreciate these podcasts, if you want to invest in ministry through Focus on the Family, we would invite your participation Uh, A one-time gift or a monthly donation of any amount really makes a difference in how much we can do to help couples literally around the world. So please invest, uh, donate today, and we'll send a copy of Dr. Schrader's book, Simple Habits for Marital Happiness. All the details are in the show notes. 
Well, thanks for joining us today. Next time, Gary Thomas will be here to discuss how God's love impacts the way that you treat your spouse. For now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage podcast.